It's time to write effing now and get pumped to master writing, book marketing, and publishing one bite at a time. I'm spilling all the tea from writing my own books and coaching hundreds of authors on theirs. Now let's talk shop. Write effing now. On today's episode of Write Effing Now, we're learning that procrastination is not procrastination. It's a cover-up for the real reason of why we're not doing what we should. Stick around and I'll explain more. Welcome to the Procrastination Station. I love today's chat that we're going to have. It's all about why we don't want to complete the jobs we are supposed to do. We are throwing you for a loop today. Like, what the heck do you mean procrastination isn't what it's defined as? I can look it up on Google and the dictionary. It'll tell me what it is. Procrastination is deeper than its surface definition. Poppycock, you say? Well, I will change your mind and I'll tell you about it in a few seconds after a little bit of sponsorship love. So speaking of procrastination, you don't want to put off calling my two dudes at Monumental Voice Media. Danny Galvez and Jeremy Schreifels put out our shows and make the production process as easy as a pierogi. I probably said it wrong, pierogi. I'm really looking forward to someone correcting me in some comments. Pierogi, is that it? Anyways, I mean it when I say, if you have a book, you need an audiobook, And if you want to be seen as an expert in your field, you need a podcast. Getting back to that definition on procrastination, according to Oxford Languages, the definition is the action of delaying or postponing something. I like to give the meaning so we're all on the same page. And that's an old writing rule as well. Well, it's my rule. <laughs> Tell people whatever you're talking about before you go into too much depth because you might lose them and they'd be like, well, what are you saying? You didn't actually define what we're talking about. And I think it means this and you think it means that. And so then we can lose translation in between. We've got a clock to watch today with our new format of 10 power-packed minutes. So here's the short and the short of it. Procrastination. Do you think you don't deserve it? This may have something to do with imposter syndrome. And I hear this from a lot of people. So they need to get their work done and they stop and they say, well, what's the point of that? No one's going to read it. Who do I think I am to write the story? There are many other people out there who are so much more qualified than me. They have a lot more experience. They have a greater voice. They look better. They dress better. They have more people on their social media platforms, things of that nature. So if you're procrastinating, I urge you to take a look at that and do a deep dive there. Ask yourself, do I think I... I don't deserve it. Am I feeling nervous about putting my words out into the world because I feel like I shouldn't be doing it? Number two, are you not interested? That's simple enough. It's really hard to get after something that we just don't have a passion for. This is why I have a hard time with some of the back-end office paperwork, for instance. Things like you got to get your contracts right or... 
Um, you know, you need to update all your social media with this particular new URL, or you need to do transfer your server information over to a, a new host. It's those types of things that I'm like, ah, I just want to write. I just want to create and do things all day. Even writing the script for the podcast. I can sit there, pick up this recorder and start in, but I've got to have some sort of a guideline or outline. And if I haven't created that yet, I'm like, ah, crap, I got to do that. That's number two. Number three, are you intimidated? And you might be intimidated. You might think this is a very big job or this job has a lot of pieces. I talked to an author yesterday who said when she received the entire manuscript back and we were asking for her to go through it and kind of do like a third editing round or rewrite of what she had, it was intimidating for her. So how can we chop this up into smaller bite size pieces? That's the biggest thing. Take something, you know, when my kids were little, one child in particular would walk into his room and there'd be so much going on. Where do I start? Just pick something, pick up a basket and start putting dirty clothes in it. If you're dealing with writing jobs, pick one thing. So what do you have to do? You have to write a blog post for interest, in, for, for instance, for in, interest too, that would follow, but you have to write a blog post will say, or a chapter of a book. What helps me is to have a basic outline of that chapter. And this is why I harp on you guys all the time about please get your outline done so you know where you're going. It's so much easier to go. Now I'm going to talk about this phase in the chapter, this section in the chapter. I even break it down into, I need the chapter title. I need the chapter number. I need the chapter quote at the beginning of the chapter so that I can go out and find that. I need the intro. Why am I talking about this? And I need to move through my supportive points that hold up the structure of the chapter, get all the way through to the end. Am I telling a story? Am I telling it at the beginning? Am I extracting a lesson? Am I telling the reader how to apply it? Am I then coming in and recapping what I want them to do, or I'm applying a call to action, whatever it happens to be, I break down that intimidation. Well, what do I need to do? When it comes to networking, for instance, a lot of people get confused about that. And as an author, you have to know how to network. I start with the people I know. And who do you know? Everybody knows somebody who can help you. And it may not be on the first try or the third try or the fifth try or the seventh try, but it might be on the 21st try might be on the 33rd try. The point is never to stop. Number four, are you unsure of the next step? Write it out. Plan it. I love a plan. I once saw the best therapist ever. And he, and he doesn't know this, but he gave me a gift that I carry with me at all times. And that is the gift of planning. So I think about, it sounds a little more morbid, but I do think about, well, what if this thing went sideways? What am I supposed to do here? Having a plan for the worst case scenario works for me. And so that is what I happen to fall back on. When it comes to planning, it's breaking down the structural pieces, whatever it happens to be. 
Are you unsure of the next step? Well, what is it going to be? If it's networking, it's, I'm probably going to write down a list of people I know, and then I'm going to write an email or whatever. If it's social media, I need to identify my objectives. I'm going to spread them out over a calendar, and I'm going to identify which media I want to use. Make that, give yourself that grace, I guess we'll say, and give yourself that security, that reassurance. You know what the next step is going to be. But this is going to help you become more strategic anyway. When it comes to book writing, there are many, many steps. You don't know what steps are in order. You don't know which step is coming next. And that's where you fall back on people like me, a publisher or editor that you're working with, and ask them, you know, what is this next step? How long is it going to take? What do I need to do and when? I had a talk with an author yesterday and she told me that I could do a better job of that. That is fantastic feedback. Extremely valuable. And number five, do you think it will take too much time? Again, you're looking at the elephant and not the bites here. We all have time. We all have an extra hour in the day. I don't care if that means you need to get up a half hour early in the morning and you need to stay up a half hour later at night. The point is to shorten that transition time because a lot of times we'll go, okay, great, I've set aside a half an hour. Now I'm going to take 10 minutes. I'm going to set all my fun things around me that make me feel secure and loved and that I can do this job. And uh, I'm, I'm going to work on you know, getting into the zone so that I can actually get to work. No, you need to do a quick transition. Okay, great. It's time to write. I'm going to go into my office and shut the door. I'm going to go into the bedroom and shut the door right? I'm going to go into the family room and shut the door. I'm going to tell my wife, I'm going to tell my husband, hey, I need you to distract these children and give me this time. You know, if you've got a a spouse that's saying, a spouse or long-term relationship or a boyfriend, even somebody you met last week in Las Vegas, whatever, if they're meaningful to you and telling you, I'm going to be your support person, they need to back that up with action. And you can talk to them about that and say, hey, you know how you love it that I'm doing this thing for me? I need you to do these things to support me. Those are your five quick tips to check yourself when you feel like putting something off. Write them down. Procrastination. Do you think you don't deserve it? Are you not interested? Are you intimidated? Are you unsure of the next step? And do you think it'll take too much time? Return to this list when you need to give your writing and yourself that spark to restart or ignite your process. Now that's it for this week's chapter of Write Effing Now. When you need proven tips on getting the best writing on the page or you're ready to write your book, head to bookmarkpub.com and get in touch. Until next time, authors, ride on.